Hello everyone and welcome to the podcast. Today's topic is going to be about happiness in a nutshell. Um, So for any of you that are struggling in your life and you're going through a hard period or a hard tenure, which I'm sure majority of us are, this podcast is going to be very, very um, beneficial. So there's a story of a family that was known in the community as a very happy family. And this family had window shades put up in their households. And everybody thought the reason why they put up window shades is so people wouldn't be able to see inside and see what they have. Maybe they wanted to protect themselves from getting a a bad eye or from people being envious of them. But the truth is, they put up window shades and block their windows for the most part so that they wouldn't be able to see outside they wanted to live in their house in their home in their space their dollar by dollar amot and not be bothered by anybody by what anybody has and that my friends is happiness in a nutshell happiness is the ability to be able to live within your own quarters and your own life and to know that everything is good The moment that we start to associate our lives with other people and the blessings that we have and the blessings that other people have and some may have more and some may have less and some may have things that we want or things that we look for and we don't have them and we say why why don't we have it and then it takes away from our happiness because then we feel like god is not distributing the blessings properly this is a big mistake We're all different and we're all unique and we're all special in our own ways. And the reason why somebody has something that we don't have is because that's just what's good for them. You know, you're not meant to have always everything. You can try to work for something and work on something or work to achieve something, but it's not always good for you to have this thing. Maybe it will be at a different place in time, or maybe it will be if you prepare yourself for it, but it's not always good to have it. And I know people don't like to hear that. You know, the, the famous pasuk, who is a happy person? The person that's happy with his portion. Okay, that's a very nice way to look at things. You know, to be happy is to be happy with your portion, but what does that mean for me? How are you going to tell me to be happy with my portion when I feel depressed or when I feel anxious about things or when I'm just not happy with my life? You know, my girlfriend broke up with me. This relationship is not working out with this person that I really want to be with. Or I lost a really good friend. A family member passed away. How is it going to make me happy to just be happy with what I have? What does that even mean? It it doesn't make me feel better to tell myself that. I want to cure my down feeling and to be happy. And my response to that is that happiness is not this 24-7 constant feeling of I'm so happy and I want to jump from the, the, the room and always be in a good mood. No. If you're struggling with something and it's something that's real, that's completely valid. You're not meant to feel happy. But that's where discipline comes in. That's when you need to be disciplined and say, despite what I'm going through, I'm still going to show up. I'm still going to show up for myself and for the people that need me. That's the time to be strong. That's the time to pick yourself up from the gutter and pick yourself up from your mood 
and you really don't feel like going to learn sh- tonight in Shear, but you're going to go anyways. Because that's discipline. It's not, you're not always going to be in the mood to do things. But being disciplined means I'm going to be in the gym. No matter what, every day after work or before work or whatever your schedule is, before school, after... <coughs> Sorry, pick a time. <coughs> Sorry again. Ah, maybe I shouldn't want me to encourage going to gyms. I don't encourage mixed gyms. I only encourage uh, gyms of the same gender. <laughs> but no, seriously, if you're, you need to be more disciplined when you're feeling down. Because you're not always going to be excited to do things. But what makes me, what, what makes certain people strong and what makes them um, brave individuals is that when they don't want to do something, they do it anyways. Happiness is something that you have to constantly work on. You're going to be you're going to be more happier than less on some days. Maybe some people are happier before Shabbat comes in. Maybe some people they just don't feel happy. But it's something you have to work on. You have to look deep into yourself and say, why am I not feeling happy? What's taking away from my, my happiness? Where, where am I giving attention to? And when I give that attention to this entity, um, is it making me happy or is it not? Am I making better decisions for myself? Because that's all it is. It's just making better decisions for yourself and, and, and building your happiness. Like in my own life, I wasn't always so happy. I wasn't satisfied with what I had. I didn't feel accomplished. So I took that energy and I just started to be productive with it and started to achieve. And sometimes still I'm not happy, I'm not satisfied, but I remind myself that, you know, I'm that I'm doing my best and things are meant to come when they're going to come. Certain things are just meant to happen at a certain time and just because I want to be having an effect on more people throughout the world and I'm not it doesn't mean that I won't get there. Maybe I could be doing more, you know? Like, like I hate saying I'm doing my best, honestly. That's why I hesitated just now before saying it. Because am I really, really doing my best, best? I don't think so. And I don't think anybody is for that matter. If you really ask yourself, am I, am I doing my best? Because you could always do more. There's always what to build on. If you were doing your best, and I don't know if God would necessarily wake you up this morning. Because you would be like a perfect human being. I don't know if it's about, am I doing my best, but I feel like I'm trying really, really hard. But there's always more that I could do. I could always wake up five minutes earlier and talk to Hashem for another five minutes and clear my head. I could always be more, be more present, be more in the moment. I could always be more, uh, a better listener with people and be more engaging with individuals around me. There's a lot of things that a person can do in order to be better, but... The overall idea of happiness is that it's something that needs to be worked on. And I noticed with myself that when I was going through something difficult, when I, when I started to look at things through a different lens and started to say that this is happening for me, not to me, and that Hashem is doing this for me, not to me, meaning for me that it's there for the betterment of myself and not to me, which is more of like an attack, things started to change. And I think the first time that that happened for me was that when my grandmother had cancer. It was my first year of yeshiva in Israel. And I spent every week taking a bus to the hospital. Everybody was like chilling and 
having their good time and going out to town or things, which is not, which I don't recommend to do. <laughs> but whenever when everybody was like in their first year of Israel, I spent a lot of my time that year in, in the hospital and in that room with her. And for like a long part of time, I was like very, I was very angry at God. I was like, why is, why are you doing this this, this sweet woman? Like what, what did she deserve for this? Why? Like, I, I didn't understand. And then I saw the outcome of the story and it made sense. The outcome of the story was that she survived cancer. And she went through the whole process of like chemo and losing her hair and, and you know, growing her hair back and healing from the cancer. I saw the whole process and I saw why it happened. Maybe I have a flawed perception of why it happened. But what I took from that was, it was just a cleanse. It was a way to make her stronger and a way to, in a way, make the people around her stronger. Because she she was someone, she not was, she is, Baruch Hashem, until 120, is someone that means a lot to our family. And we weren't, when it happened, we got, we panicked because we were scared to lose her. My grandfather wasn't even able to make himself uh, a cup of coffee without her. <laughs> but, you know, it showed, it showed us that we were able to be functioning without her. And it showed us how much stronger we really are as a family. You know, she's a woman that really holds up to family. And that that shows you the powerful the, the power of of a good woman. Um, but yeah. So if you have a loved one that's going through something hard, and just know that everything happens for the best, because just show up for them, be there for them. But no, but but don't get into your head about why is this happening to me. And that's just for anything in life. Don't, I want to go back to a, a more general way of looking at things. Don't get into this, why is this happening to me? And I hate you, Hashem, and all that. It's just, it's not, it's not, it's not true. It's not true. God loves you, and God is going to do the best for you. He's going to take something and put it here and take something else and switch it there and always be doing the better and the most for you to achieve true greatness in your life. And the best way to understand that is to be aware of that. And the best way to feel more connected to God in your relationship with Him, which will help you with whatever you're going through, I can promise you that 100% because it gives you a new way of thinking, it installs into your mind a new way of seeing things, is to be more connected to Him and to do more for Him. People ask me all the time, how do I get closer to Hashem? The answer is, is to, to do more for the relationship. You know, it's like you have, a, you have a relationship with a spouse. How do you feel more connected to her? By when you're thinking about her, you think, how can I make her life better? How can I be nicer to her? How can I do more for her? And speaking to her and showing up for her and getting her gifts, the same thing with God. Even if you're not actively like real super religious, just think about it. Think about what if I was religious one day? What if I was able to keep Shabbat? What if I was able to maybe put feeling every day or read Tehillim a little bit here and there or talk to him, God, in my own words and, and, and design myself for prayer? 
or what if I decide to start keeping kosher or even if or if, if you're on a very advanced level like what if I like let's say you're in yeshiva right and you always come late what if I start coming more on time that's going to improve your relationship with Hashem what if the first seder start, starts at 9.30 right after breakfast and you always show up at 10 or you show up at 10.15 or even if you show up at 9.35 what if you show up 5 minutes earlier and before you prepare you like you Chazer everything, and then the seder starts. Don't you think you're gonna have an, a lot be- more better, like like in the, a lot more uh, productive experience if you if you prepare in advance? Think about it. Let's say you come every day nine twenty five. You prepare five minutes before, and then seder starts. Everybody else is coming in late, and their head is somewhere else. But you're already there. You're you're focused. Your brain your brain is on. You're gonna get a lot out of that class because you showed up before and you prepared yourself for it. I was learning last night in Shiur in Masach Brachot. Uh, you could look this up, but the rabbi was saying that a person that shows up to shul early in the morning and leaves late at night, that person is it's a segula for like a long life. I'm not sure if it means longer years, but what it, what, it, what the Gemara promised was life. Meaning, if you're gonna be the one of the first people, like the first ten of the minyan, and also the same thing at night, you pray three times a day, and you come into God's house, and you welcome other people, and you you say hello to Hashem, and you walk into His house, and you pray, that is a segula for life. Now, when the rabbi said this, I wasn't exactly sure what that means. What do you mean a segula for life? I'm gonna be alive one way or another. But I think what that means is that there's no such thing as, as really living without Torah living. When I was in Israel doing, doing my time in yeshiva, I saw people who were really living. Here in New York, we could be so caught up in the, in the, you know, the money game and the rat race and having bigger, nicer, fancier things. But is that really living though? Are we happy? The majority of people in Manhattan go, go to Manhattan and just look at people's faces. Are they smiling or are they not smiling? I can tell you without going to Manhattan, they're probably not smiling because they're preoccupied with, with materialism and things that don't really matter. But when I, when I spent my time in Israel, in Yeshiva, I used to go around Yerushalayim, Jerusalem, and just see people who were just so content with their lives. And these people had a lot less than I did, at least financially. But they had a lot more peace of mind, I can tell you that. It's... It's, it's a different idea. They have so much to be grateful for. And they're living in the best place on the planet. Instead of spending their days learning Torah. That's real life. That, that's what my rabbi meant to say. You want to... You show, you show up to shul and you leave late at night. It shows where your head's at. It shows where your head is at. Sorry. It shows what your priorities are. Because... Number one something that's important to you is to go to shul number two it's to go early it shows that this is what you this is what you appreciate and that gives you real life because it's almost impossible not to be happy when you're doing the right thing it's almost impossible not to be happy when you're connected to Hashem and doing your best to live his life and for those of you in Brooklyn you'll get this try the next Thursday night Instead of going out and getting cholent and staying up super late, which is something that I used to do for a long time, and it was a bad habit. Try maybe 
making a comes with the boys. You know, one of the more learned guys in the group get up and say a speech. Make a bonfire. Bring the children there. It's, it's chaval to, to, waste, to waste nights and to speak about idle things and just not get anywhere. Make your off time productive too. Because we all want to have fun. Having fun is great. But have fun in a way that it's kosher fun. Fun doesn't have to be going to a club or spending a lot of money or doing something with the other gender that's wrong or drinking or smoking. All these things don't need to be fun. Sometimes something that's fun is driving to Queens to the Lubavitch Rebbe's grave, making yourself a nice tea and writing a letter, you know, introspecting. Sometimes fun doesn't even have to be going out of your house. Sometimes fun could just be opening up your favorite book, reading it, playing some music maybe, and just really focusing in that moment. Putting the phone down during the week, which is really hard to do, and just being present with that book for 10 minutes. In, in the midst of, of college and studying or, or work and working and business and family and life, just closing a door and just being in that moment despite everything that you're going through and that you're feeling and, and I'm sure it's a whole whirlwind of things and it's a whole spin of it, a whole tornado spin sometimes the most amazing things are the most simple things in life and with that I want to wish all the listeners an amazing day thank you for listening to the podcast and I bless you all to be able to be more present in the moment and to be happy and to work on happiness through the struggle and that Be'ezrat Hashem thinks to only get better for everyone. We should all continue to grow in our actions and in our learning and in coming closer to Hashem and becoming better versions of ourselves on the journey to become the best version of ourselves every single day. Have a great day.